Hello and welcome to the Visitor's Bench. You're here with Colossi and Zaypour to talk sports. In the leadoff spot, we have the Patriots and Broncos today. On deck, we have the World Series going on right now. In the hole, we got injuries all over the place. And in the fantasy cleanup, we have trades and bye week hell for our team. So we're leading off right now with the Patriots. Welcome back, guys. I know it's been about a month since we've... Uh, been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. Welcome, Zaypour. Um, we're leading off right with the Patriots. Five and two, first in the division. Put a whooping on the Falcons, 23-7. to They have the Chargers coming up. They look good, but we'll talk about the big injury news today. Dante Hightower. That's uh, I know. A tough you broke defense. that news to yeah. me. I didn't even see the news until you said it. You know, they're already the, I think, 32nd rated defense, at least in terms of yards. Close, probably, in points. Um, it's going to be rough for them, but... They're going to still win that division, but they're going to have a tough, tougher run in the playoffs if, if he's out. Yeah, Dante Hightower is the king of that defense. He's the captain. He leads it. He calls the plays. He's the vocal leader. He makes every play. He's he's the one who's been there for the Super Bowls. He's the one who's leading the other linebackers. He started I mean, that comeback last year. What You noticed it in the first game against Kansas City when he got injured and all of a sudden the defense just fell apart. Um, without Dante Hightower, the defense is just gonna it's gonna stink, man. I don't know what what else to say. They're, they're gonna get rushed all over. Yeah, but they it's gotta hurt they the gotta buy next game. week. They'll get healthy. Then they come to Denver, and uh, and that's not gonna help. Well, we'll see who. Well, helps. with your offense. <laughs> yeah, I know your um, offense might it might be the clash of the worst offense and the worst defense in the league. But yeah, the Broncos had a tough loss. Shut out by the Chargers who were coming to the Pats. The Chargers defense looked good. You want to talk about a good looking defense. Those I mean, two uh, ends, and Bosa and Ingram, yeah. I mean, they can they can get to the quarterback and make some plays. They but. made our tackles look silly. Uh, our offense has scored one touchdown in thirty five possessions. Yikes. So we're really struggling right now. The offensive line is a serious concern. We're still not sure who's playing. Uh, this weekend. Menelik Watson might play. So it could be another rough week with, uh, you know, Justin Houston and uh, that tough, although beatable, Kansas City defense. Yeah, they I can think. give up some points, yeah. but yeah, I mean, three the and three, air, the so. Broncos, middle of the pack right now, but they have this the Chiefs, big Eagles, Patriots coming up. If they beat the Chiefs, up. though, as bad as they look, them and the Chiefs are both four and three, and, you know, so they're tied for the division lead if they win this week. So as bad as they looked, they got a chance Monday night. It's a tough game. Monday night football away at Arrowhead Stadium. That place is going to be rocking. That defense is going to be all over Trevor Simeon. And, I mean, the de- it's going to be, will the Kansas City defense score more points than the Broncos offense, in my opinion? I, I got the Chiefs in this one. And uh, I think the spread is minus seven. And I, I got the Chiefs all day minus seven against the Broncos on Monday night. I'll take the Broncos plus seven in that game. I think they're going to be more competitive, I think. Um, their defense is really going to figure out a way to step up, and we'll figure out the uh, game plan that Mike McCoy puts together. But Charles, I think, is going to have a bounce-back game against his old team. I think he's a man out for vengeance right you now. You know, I really thought his career was done when he left Kansas City, but he looks really good. He's out catching the ball. He's running routes. He's carrying the ball. He's running between the tackles. He, he looks really good carrying the ball, and, and I think that was a great move by the Broncos bringing him in. Yeah, for sure. But uh, let's pick the Chargers, Pats. Pats minus seven at home. I got the Patriots over the Chargers by seven. Yeah, for sure. Even with their defense, I think, uh, you know, typically when their defense goes down like that, Brady will put up a 50 spot. So I think uh, we'll have a good fantasy week this week as well. Yeah, heck yeah. 
We've been rocking and rolling in fantasy, but that'll be coming up later. Uh, so let's head in on deck. We got the uh, Astros at the uh, and the Dodgers start of the World Series through two games tied up one to one. Game one, Kershaw took it home for the uh, Dodgers, three to one win. I mean, their bullpen came in, eighth inning, Morrow came in, and then Jansen to close it up in the ninth. Game two, well, I I've missed it unfortunately, but Steve, what you saw a game! It. Unbelievable game, you know. Jansen, you know, the Dodgers uh, took out Hill in the fourth. They they had this strategy I heard last night that they don't like their starting pitcher facing the third time in the lineup, the, the, the lineup the third time around. So they pulled him early, which caused the whole chain of effect. Of they used seven pitchers by the time they got to Jansen. That's no good. And when it went to extra innings, they were on fumes, and they gave up three homers in extra innings to the Astros. So. And you said five home runs in extra five innings. Homers, That's first crazy. time ever in the history of baseball. And what's runs. up with this guy, Culberson? Okay, so the, the, the Astros, oh my, it's so funny. So the, I can't tell. So the Astros are up two. They hit, uh, Springer hits a two-run homer in the top of the 11th. So the bottom of the 11th, this rookie, I think he's a rookie, he's in AAA at some point this year, comes up, hits this homer, and he's running around the bases, arms flailing, pointing to the sky, running around this thing, pointing to the crowd. I think he thinks he tied the game. They're down <laughs> two. He hits a solo homer. They're still down one. Two quick outs, game's over, and he's celebrating like they had just, you know. Won the World yeah, Series. Yeah, that's, that's at least what Dallas Keuchel said. He oh, came out and, and called him out yesterday uh, cool. about it. But it Sounds like a great game. I wish I saw he got He got him close. It was a phenomenal game. Springer hit the game winner. Uh, Culberson hit the uh, premature game tying home run, <laughs> but they got Friday night at Houston. Darvish going against McCullers Jr. Who you got? I got McCullers. I think he's been pitching well. I think the first game at Houston home, their lineup's gonna wake up. Darvish has been beatable. I, I don't know how he's pitching the playoffs to be honest, but I know uh, down the stretch. Um, you know, it's a possibility that he could get beat up, and I think that that's going to happen in Houston. I have Astros winning the World Series, but I have the Dodgers taking Game 3 in Houston, uh, the first game at home for Houston. I know Houston's been beast mode at home in the playoffs, but I think the Dodgers are going to take the first game there, and then Houston will take Game 4. Um, but... That'll be it, and we'll see how Friday night goes, and we'll talk about the World Series. Maybe even the end of the World Series depends next time we see you guys. But let's head into the three-hole injuries, and uh, there's been a ton of them. Let's start with the Celtics, man. Oh, my goodness. Signing Gordon Hayward. Did you see that, it? Were you watching? I, I, was I wasn't watching you. live, but I saw the uh, I saw the video, and it was it was breathtaking, man. I feel so terrible. I was I had the game on because it was the first game. I wasn't paying close enough attention to see – what happened, but when I looked up and I saw the other players' faces, I knew exactly what happened. The entire bench turned away. People were on the verge of tears. Yeah. I mean, it was it was bad. The poor guy. I mean, he was, honestly, I, he probably was in shock, but yeah. his face was just, uh, I mean, he, he didn't look as he was in as much pain as yeah, I thought you'd no. be with the way his leg looked. Whew. It was bad. It was bad, and I feel bad for uh, Hayward, and it's you know, tough when for, I, for the Celtics, but they've been they've been looking pretty good. I, I think and the, young, the big thing the young for guys me, are playing pretty well. Yeah, the question for me is, how much does that injury impact people watching the NBA this season? Everybody's mm-hmm. excited for this run. You had the Cleveland, and 
you know, in the Celtics rivalry, the Kyrie yeah, going there. Yeah. And, and we'll and see now, if Thomas is going to be you healthy. You know, they lost not. that game. They started 0-2. What's the record now? Um, they bounced sure. back with a couple wins. I know that. I know they're playing better. They got the draft picks, Tatum and Brown. I picked up Brown in fantasy basketball because I think as soon as I saw Hayward go down, I think I know he's going to play a lot of minutes. Yeah, they're 2-2. Two two. Tatum's looking good. Brown's looking good. So they bounced back after a tough two, first two losses with two wins. So, you know, uh, Brad Stevens will get I think guys the bigger conversation is the NFL injuries. I mean, the star power that's been oh injured God, in the NFL. Rough. Edelman, Rodgers, OBJ, David Johnson, Eric Berry, Dante Hightower, Dalvin Cook. I mean, the list goes on. There's injuries every week. Uh, Andrew Luck, he's been – I mean, they think he's going to be done for the season. Uh, I mean, I, I don't see why they would bring him back at this point. You know, they're almost playing for draft picks. I mean, is it bad for sports, all these injuries? I mean, I guess not. I mean, there's injuries every year. Like we, I mean, we were talking before, and there's injuries every year, but what about the – I mean, specifically, the. I mean, the Pats are getting killed, but <laughs> these big names are going down every week. Yeah, and it's like if you don't have a backup, your season's over. I mean, the, the Packers, Rodgers, I heard today, got 13 bolts in his collarbone, Jeez. screws or whatever, and Brent Hundley – you know, can't throw the ball more than 10 yards, you know, and they're going to have to figure out how to run the ball. Aaron Jones is a potential um, rookie breakout. You know, he mm. had a good 130-yard game last week, I think, so they're going to have to run the ball with him and Ty Montgomery, but I don't see them winning that division. Yeah, I mean, Rogers. no, no way, absolutely not. You know, I OBJ, mean, there goes the Giants season in the blink of an yeah, eye. Yeah, the Giants lost all their receivers. They're done. They have no running game. Their offense is, is pretty bad at this point. Um, you know, but I mean, the Colts go ahead and tell everybody that Andrew Luck's gonna play. He's, he might. But that's be back partly self-created, though, right? They never invested in their offensive line. They get him banged up. He's hurt, you know. And but it, it almost feels selfish to the. It's almost like we still want people buying season tickets and coming to games. And I mean, losing all these star players and all this. Yeah, all of a sudden it's like we want to see Andrew how are Luck. these star losing these star guys gonna affect like watching games and season tickets and. Well, going like, to games, I mean... Oh, Ryan Tannehill's another one. I mean, you don't even talk yeah, about Yeah, Tannehill, him, we forgot all about this TV. guy. We're watching Matt Moore on the TV They now. pulled Jay Cutler out of the TV box, and he went... What, did they pull him, or did he get hurt last week? Um, yeah, he got hurt last week. He's got a couple cracked ribs or something, I think. Oh, so he's, I think the Dolphins might be better off with Matt Moore. Yeah, me too. They, they like his leadership. He's apparently really good in the locker room. I think he's got a connection with a couple of those receivers. Devontae Parker's not playing tonight, which bodes well for Jarvis Landry. Nice. Hopefully they sling it around. Yeah, we got uh, Thursday night football pregame on here. So we got Dolphins, uh, Ravens, Miami plus three. Who you got? I got the Ravens. I think that their defense will come through. I think that their offense will figure out a way to score a couple points. They'll keep it close and kick a late field goal. I have the Dolphins tonight. I think Matt Moore. He's a, I mean, he's a veteran backup, but he knows what he's doing out there, and he can uh, sling the ball. And hopefully, this might be a good game for Jay Jive to uh, maybe have a breakout game. He's been kind of slacking this whole season, and the Ravens have been struggling. Games. I think Miami might be able to uh, take this one, and so, and being plus three away, away is tough on uh, Thursday night, short week, but I think they're going to take this one. So let's head into our fantasy cleanup. We're going to be talking trades and bye week hell. 
Yeah, so bye week hell, let's start with that because this week our lineup looks pretty good. You don't have too much to worry about. Our team's in first place. Uh, we talked earlier in the season. We got Brady, Le'Veon Bell, Gronk holding it down every week. Christian McCaffrey, Tyreek Hill was a great pick. Jarvis Landry's been a top five um, wide receiver. Uh, but next week we got Brady, Gronk, Bell, and Goskowski. Four of our starters on a bye with a deep bench. And what do you do? Do you drop somebody on your bench who can help you down the line? Or do you drop Goskowski, uh, who also is the top three fantasy kicker with that offense? Goskowski's too as good of a point scorer to sounds, drop him. Almost... I, no, I don't think you can drop Goskowski. Even a, I mean, kickers get big points, and if the Pats keep scoring and, and needing to score, especially with their defensive weaknesses, Goskowski's going to be big for us down the stretch. So, no, I, I think we can't. So there's two options then. You either drop one of the rookies, Mike Williams or Corey Davis, or you have to trade. Well, before we even get into that, let's talk about the trade we made. Did you already say that we got Cooper and, Mar- and Murray? No, I haven't talked about that yet. So, yeah, to solidify that bench I was talking about last week, we made a trade for Tariq Cohen, who's a potential fifth-round keeper next year for somebody as a PPR guy coming out of the backfield, um, and Hunter Henry, who's a ever-emerging tight end in that offense. Yeah, he looks We would have kept him on our team. The problem was him and Gronk had the same bye, so yeah. it didn't help it us. We had to it. get a little bit of trade value for him. Traded a couple picks next year. He's definitely getting more looks this year than Antonio Gates, and he looks good. I like Hunter Henry. He's yeah. a good tight end. He's strong. It more looks and like more, he can I mean, block. They, okay. they keep getting him more involved, and um, we didn't, we couldn't use him. I mean, it, well, it's not that we don't like him. We just need a different type of value. So, but it was we nice. Got, this guy, the so the last place team offered us a trade for Amari Cooper and Demarco Murray, and we had to give up. Those two guys you just mentioned, but we also had to give up a what fourth and or third and fourth round picks for next year. Yeah, for which was tough, but I think it gives us such great depth and two star powered players that. I mean, we're starting Cooper this week. Uh, Fuller would have been a tough start against Seattle defense. Uh, and next week, um, we got to figure out what we want to do in terms of a potential trade. But either way, Demarco Murray down the stretch. Christian's got a buy coming up. Le'Veon Bell's got the buy next week. Um, so we know we're going to have guys filling in for us. Uh, the question is, what type of trades do you do? You know, do you trust Denver defense? The guy in our league's offering Jacksonville D, who after the bye, I looked at their down the stretch. I mean, they're scoring almost as much as... Well, the biggest problem with Denver's defense is their offense. I mean, if they can't stay on the field for more than four downs... What is the defense going to do? So that's why I'm saying, is the, it worth Our bet's looking pretty good for me at this point right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, yes, I do still think that their defense is a top five defense, but it's hard to be a top five defense when your special teams are so terrible and your offense can't stay on the field. So uh, in terms of points, that doesn't look good for me. But I think the Jacksonville defense fantasy-wise down the stretch might be a smart move for us. The question is, what do you give up next year? Um do you trade some of our depth next week? We have a lot of decisions to make. Uh, this week, you just kind of run with the lineup and see what happens. So, I mean, the guys who I'm looking at that we can possibly trade, I'm looking Alex Collins, Mike Williams. And, I, I mean, I don't know. Mikey Williams might start to break out and, sc- and make the some The problem catches, I have is those guys have no value. I know. And so we're not going to get anything. I know. They'd be like, Ugh. Alex Collins, the only reason to keep him on our team – 
right now is to see if he breaks out tonight yeah, and uh, you know has some trade value. Which is doubtful, man. Mike Williams I don't think it's going to happen against Miami. And Corey defense. Davis, I think, are both in the same boat that nobody's going to give up anything crazy for them because they are both injured and haven't done anything. Mike Williams actually has played two weeks and only has three catches. So until they break out, you're just going to sell low, and what's the point, you know? Yeah, I agree, but let's take a look at what running backs are available because even if we drop Collins, I mean, is anybody even going to pick him up? Gillisley's out there, Ivory, Bernard. I mean, Bernard isn't really going to be a good pick for you. Yeah, but, but no, Collins Jamal is already, Charles is out there. It's not about Collins. Collins is already gone off our team for the quarterback we have to pick up next week. Well, I'm it's, not worried about trading him then. We might as well just drop him and not worry about it. I don't think we'll get, like you said, I don't think we're going to get any value for him. It's not about Collins. Drop him right now. It's about Mike Williams or Corey Davis. You're going to have to drop one of those two. I see. Yeah, Collins is already gone. He's swapped out for the quarterback. That's your swap there because we need a quarterback for Brady. The question is, what do we do for your kicker? You either drop Mike Williams or Corey Davis. To pick up a kicker. Yes, exactly. So who's the most valuable, Mike Williams, Corey Davis, Goskowski? Down the stretch, Goskowski, but we're in a keeper league, so the other two have tremendous value as well. So that's why I'm more inclined to trade a – McCaffrey and Cooper to upgrade our running back and have a solidified have a running back down the stretch. Um, or McCaffrey sub any wide receiver that anybody wants for an upgrade at running back, if anybody's interested in that in our league, um, would give us a more solid team. I like, I love Christian, dude, but not in PPR. I mean, when, not when he's not in PPR. So who are you looking? Well, we're going to PPR next year. Not like we can keep we're Christian. Not keep we're keeping Le'Veon most likely. You know, I don't so who know are you looking at to go get? Who's available? You know, I talked about potentially Devontae Freeman, maybe like a Lashawn McCoy, not Lamar Miller, uh, not Mark Ingram. Uh, yeah, I mean it does mm. get it does get low. I know Kamara is not available. My, my friend told me that it might not be available, but. Um, well, I mean, Devontae Freeman might be the one. Maybe that's the guy we go for. I think, uh, I mean, who wouldn't give up McCaffrey? and? Well, a guy who wants to keep, I mean, Devontae Freeman still He's a keeper, keeper yeah, in, uh, 100%. PPR. So we almost need somebody who's not a good keeper going into PPR that somebody would want to dump this year. The problem is, is it might be a Jai after this game, or maybe he's a buy-low candidate after this game. Yeah, he's by very low. He's had a terrible year. Aaron so Jones far. is the other guy. So Aaron Jones is the potential, you know, fifth round keeper. But do you ever trust the Green Bay running back? Hmm. Certainly I don't not trust next anybody year. on Green Bay without Aaron Rodgers. So that team, you're gonna see what that team really looks like without a quarterback. Yeah, I mean they ran the ball well. I mean they had one seventy yard run last week, so that certainly helps your running stats. I mean you can't take it away, but I'm saying like, can they? continue running it for you know 150 to 200 yards a game that's the question uh but next week i don't know it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a long week we're gonna roll the dice with a lot of players we're gonna probably have to start a qb i was talking about cj bethard there's <laughs> i mean there's like we're eight, going from tom brady to cj bethard there's that's like eight great. receivers there's like eight quarterbacks i'm sorry available on the waiver wire right now and Three of them are on bye next week, and 
Andy Dalton, the only potential option is playing Jacksonville, the best secondary in the league right now, uh, behind Denver. But um, actually, fantasy wise, I will say Jacksonville is better right now. But you know, well, we I, the only thing is we'd have to give up that fourth round pick for next year is what he wants for that Jacksonville defense. He offered us that trade. And I don't know. I mean, six round picks. Oh, was six it a six eight. round? I thought it was a four. Oh, six. We already gave up our which fourth, is the eighth, a six actually, round eighth pick. Round so pick. it's like an eighth pick, because the yeah. first two rounds are keepers. Yeah, so it's actually an eighth for a ten. Maybe if I mean I would do it first. Oh, man, maybe an eight and a ten. That's what he's all. Uh, that's what it is right now. Six and eight is eight and ten. No, I'm like, saying like oh, even eight and ten. Or seven and nine. Yeah, something. Something. One. Yeah, because that. It looked like from the draft from last year, if we look at the draft from last year, it looks like that's almost the cutoff round of... Seven. If we look at the draft, so round six, right? Right here? Mm -hmm. Derrick Henry, Matt Ryan, Corey Davis, Rob Kelly, Dougie Martin, Devontae Parker, Russell Wilson, Terrence West, Golden Tate, D. McFadden. Gets ugly down there. Round seven, Cam Newton, Jimmy Graham, Zach Ertz, that's a great pick. Delaney Walker. Jarvis Landry's a great pick. But it gets it gets it's about it gets a little hairy down the end. Yeah. But I mean even the six round's a little hairy. But then but look at late. Like what kind of sleepers are down there? Anybody? No. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look as good down there, that's for sure. You got Carson Wentz. Couple of QBs. Dak Prescott went way late. But I mean all the QBs went late in this league. Yeah, so yeah I mean, yeah, you gotta, you gotta. I mean, this is a good league. Nine. These guys, I mean, the guys we play with, pay attention. They know what they're doing, and everyone knows. Everyone but picks we're in first well. place. You know, I'd like to make a run this year, so I'm not opposed to doing a little bit of. We got to make some moves year. so that we don't have to lose anybody key to our run. Yeah. But we got to make sure that we can maintain our depth going forward. But yeah, I think we're set fun. up, man. Six and one. Second in points total. We said, I think the first podcast we talked about it is Brady. If you have the core of Brady, Bell, and Gronk, uh, and Hill, yeah. throw in Hill. What now. a great pick by us for Hill. Any one of those four. And we were just talking about Hill. He was our fifth round pick, so he's a potential keeper for us next year. So we're looking even at Bell Hill for potential keepers. Yeah, I really like him. That's and great. They just, Andy Reid is always figuring out ways to use him. He's so. a good, I mean, he's a great coach. He was a great coach in Philly. He's just never been able to like cross that. Get over that yeah, hump. get over that hump. But maybe this is the year. Kansas City's looking good. We'll actually uh, we'll see what he's got against uh, their little rival there in Denver. Very similar teams, but Denver's got the tough offensive woes right now. But we'll we'll have to see on Monday night. Yes, we will. It should be fun. All right, but that's gonna be it for us, guys. Thanks for listening. This is the visitors Thanks, bench. I'm Colossi. I'm Zapor. And enjoy the game. Proudly sponsored by Emma Technologies, specializing in custom hardware and software solutions for small businesses. Check them out at emmatech.us. Emma Technologies. Simple is better.